It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You know, I've got a job that I've said before expects to win championships, and I do too. And, um, you know, the years that you're not in the mix, that's, that's, that's just part of it. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. Zach Blackerby, Michael Papp is here with you. Gus Malzahn spoke to the media yesterday. Uh, we will talk about that as well as turn our focus to this Saturday's game as we look at Mississippi State. And uh, I've got a few of their guys to watch and dudes that could possibly be a problem for the Tigers on Saturday. First things first, today's show brought to you by our friends at Fetch Me Home Delivery. You can use promo code 10OFF to uh, three restaurants this week, Piazza Roman, Pokemon, or no, Pokemon, excuse me, and Arigato uh, Sushi. So nice variety there. Uh, you can also use promo code Zach20 for your first delivery free. Just want to emphasize the importance of supporting local business in your community. Um, I definitely, uh, definitely think a good one to support is Fetch Me Home Delivery. You can uh, download their free app or uh, you can go to fetchmedelivery.com. Michael Pappas, how are you? I'm doing well, Zach. Doing well. How are you today? I'm okay. Do you like the new open? Is it okay? I did enjoy the new open. I did. Okay. All right. Crazy. Crazy stuff. Yeah. Wild. It's like our whole life changes. Um, all right. So Malzon spoke to the media yesterday. Um, we'll just go in order here. His opening statement talks about how they are glad they made it through the season. And he also talked about um, how great Mississippi State is. So here's that. Last SEC road uh Road game, last SEC game for us. Um, you know, uh, you look, this is our 10th game. Uh, you think back of the summer, and if somebody would have told us we'd have made it through 10 SEC games, you know, that, that would have been a big accomplishment. Uh, real proud of our team, the way they handled themselves with the COVID etiquette and everything that goes with it. Um, you know, we're playing a Mississippi State team that you see that is probably playing their best ball of the season. Um, you know, they played George and Ole Miss on the road, very close, had chances to win. You look at their defense, um, you know, they're very good against a run. They're very disrupted with the different things they do offensively. Uh, real impressed with the quarterback um, since he's taken over the starting job. He's protected the ball uh, very well, uh, considering how many times he's thrown the ball. So looking forward to, to playing our last SEC game on the road uh, against a very solid Mississippi State. All right, so nothing crazy there. I do think it's worth noting that with the exception of Texas A&M Ole Miss, it looks like the SEC will get every single SEC game in this season. So that's kind of what Malzahn was nodding at. I think, you know, Auburn Auburn really didn't have a whole lot of issues. They would have had, a, you know, they had enough to, to field a team every single week this season. You know, we've talked about that briefly before, Pappas. I think that is, uh, I think that is coaching. I think that starts at the top as far as instilling and you know being able to control your guys and kind of, you know, it's your responsibility to be able to field a team. So Gus was able to do that each and every week this season. I think that's important. And then uh, he kind of talked about some vague stuff with Mississippi State. You got any other takeaways there? Uh, yeah, not really. I agree. I'm, 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 I agree with everything he said and everything you said. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Mississippi State should necessarily be taken lightly. I mean, we have seen, you know, that they can put up 330 or 632 passing yards in a game. So, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. And I think that 
it, it, it has the possibility to be a fun game on, on Saturday. Gus pointed out that Mississippi State had an extra week to prepare for Auburn. They were off last week. Malzahn gave an interesting answer about how they prep for them earlier in the season. Yeah, you know, and plus, I should have said this, they've had an off week, too, to prepare for us, two weeks to prepare. You know, there's there's nothing like that. You know, we uh, we actually, earlier in the year when we were going to play them, uh, we had an off week leading up to that. And, of course, we had uh, a few practices to at least, um, you know, get a, a foundation of, of what they do and kind of how to plan with that. So hopefully that'll help us. Hope there'll be a good recall from that week. And, uh, you know, we can you know hit the ground running with that. All right, so yeah, I mean, we, we talked about that before. They were preparing for Mississippi State. We talked about how great it was to have a bye week going into uh, preparing for the air raid. And so I'm sure they'll just circle things, you know, circle everything back and uh, get back to that bye week. Anything you want to add to that? It, you can see the headline now, right? Gus with three weeks to prepare. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're reaching for stuff. I wouldn't. It would not surprise me at all. Sounds like things with Christian Tut day-to-day. He compared it to the Tank Bixby situation that we went through. Obviously, that's not great um, just because you want your starting nickel corner when you're going up against a team that wants to throw it 70 times a game. So that would be interesting. You got to think Ladarius Tennyson's the next guy up. He's a guy that both you and I were high on over the course of the offseason. When we've seen him play in small snippets when Tud has been shaken up or, you know, just kind of reserve situations, he hasn't been great. Um, but I'm excited to see what he could do if he gets a bigger role on Saturday. Yeah, I, I do think there's something to be said about um, playing cornerback and feeling out the guy that you're playing against, though, right? Yeah. Like over the course of a game, you mean? Yeah, that also. And, and, you know, if a guy's playing three snaps per game, um, I feel like it's not out of the realm of possibility that you put him on the field and he's surprised at how fast um, the, the guy is that he's playing. Cause, uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, uh, that, you know that, what I mean? that, like, yeah, that's a good point. Sure. We've heard people say about Tyreek Hill and about Anthony Schwartz that, like, you know, you can see on film how fast they are, but then when you actually go to play him, it's still shocking. So, like... I love how Auburn fans, you just did it, and a lot of Auburn people do it. They just like are so casual about putting Anthony Schwartz and Tyreek Kill in the same sentence. I love it. I think it's awesome. I think it's great. They're both just very fast. They are very fast. So, yeah. I actually have had that heard said about both people. So Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, sure. Leave me alone. I'm I'm right. not picking on you. I just think it's funny. All right, Jason Caldwell asked Gus about playing fewer guys on defense than they typically do throughout this season. Um, Caldwell asked, would we see any type of rotation with the back seven since Mississippi State wants to throw it 300 times this game? The answer bothered me a little bit. I want to see if you agree, Pat. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that conversation's come up. Uh, we'll see how the game unfolds. Uh, kind of like we talked about last time, that the uniqueness of this year with having 10 SEC games has kind of hurt us our ability to play as many as we have in the, la- the past when we had non-conference games and all that. But each game unfolds a little bit different. But, but obviously, like you said, I mean, they, they throw it and they throw it and they throw it. And, you know, you, you need as many uh, DBs or fresh DBs you can get. How do you not know? How are you questionable going into this? And I don't understand how we've seen so little defenders over the course of the season compared to what we typically do. 
all offseason, this guy, Gus Malzahn, told us quality depth time and time and time and time again. And we were like, okay, great. They got this awesome signing class, especially with the defensive backs, with Chris Thompson and Darius Tennyson. And it's just like, okay, great. We're going to see more of these guys. Wesley Steiner with the linebackers. It's going to be awesome. It doesn't matter that, you know, some of these linebackers opted out. Then when KJ Brick goes down, it's like, okay, we've got the depth there. But they're just not using it. They're not using it at all. And it's um, it, that answer, and, and it probably doesn't mean anything because I think most of what Gus says in press conferences means oh. nothing. But it just. Oh, I don't. I, I kind of agreed with you. Actually, I mostly agreed with you all the way up until what you. I thought that answer was very telling. Okay, good. I was trying to try to give him the benefit of the doubt there, but you called me off. Cool. We're on the same page here. I. I, I think he basically just said that they don't trust anyone that doesn't start. Mm hmm. And and from a snap up, count you know, standpoint, you, that has been true this season. Yeah, just the um, you know, bringing up the out of conference games. That's where we usually see these young guys, right? And they get the snaps, and they get they can see how comfortable they are with the playbook. They can see what their instincts are and stuff like that. And with without those games, they haven't been able to see that, and therefore they haven't um. Therefore, they haven't had the ability to, 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 I don't know, I guess, figure out whether or not they trust them. So they don't. Yeah, right. I mean, it's as easy. I, I mean, look at how much we had to see from Tank Bigsby before he became the feature back even. Right. And now that he's like shaken up, they're afraid to play him again. It's just, I don't know. I, I think the personnel usage this year has been weird. These coaches know so much more than us as far as things going on, mm -hmm. but I, it doesn't make sense to me. And I look forward to talking to players after the season's over when they leave and we can actually get their true <laughs> answers. Um, also, when Sawyer Pate graduates in four years, I can't wait for that as well. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be crazy. Uh, all right. He talked about DJ Williams. He believes that he will practice this week. He said that DJ wants to play in the last game. They had a conversation going into last week's game, believing that it'd be best for him to rest. So hopefully DJ plays and he can get us falling in love again. Um, and then our last thing, Gus Malzahn was asked about the hot seat. Um, and I, I played part of this in the open, but here's that. Yeah, you know, I, I've got a job that I've said before expects to win championships, and I do too. And, um, you know, the years that you're not in the mix, that's, that's, that's just part of it. But uh, I'm blessed to, to be here, and I'm excited about, uh, you know, not only this game, but I'm excited about, you know, next year. All right, so – Got anything there? Do you care about that at all? No, I mean, I think he knows he'll be back. Uh, that, that's too. pretty much it. Me too. Uh, I think so too. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Homefield Apparel. Look, if you uh, if you were kind of thinking, what in the world am I going to get some of the people on my Christmas list this holiday season? Your search is done. If they are an Auburn fan or a college sports fan in general, or just like cool shirts, comfortable shirts, affordable shirts, homefieldapparel.com is where you need to go. They launched their Auburn line at the start of the football season. Auburn fans love every bit of it. And I encourage you, if you uh, either held out or got one or two shirts, go back and get some more. Get some for folks in your household. If you've got a parent or a friend that loves Auburn, um, be sure to go to homefieldapparel.com 
and it will even help you out. You can use promo code Auburn, A-U-B-U-R-N at checkout for 30% off your order. Homefieldapparel.com. Use it for, uh, you know, make the Auburn fan in your life happier or just buy it for yourself. Just buy it. That's all I care about. Use promo code Auburn, A-U-B-U-R-N for 30% off of your order. Also, do you always feel like things are go, go, go? Well, for a lot of you, they are, and uh, that is relatable for me as well. But there's only one beer that I trust when I need to unwind and just want things to slow down and enjoy some me time. Watch some football. We're recording this on Tuesday night. The Bachelorette starts in 13 minutes. I'm going to crack open a Coors Light because that's the beer I choose when I need to unwind. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. All right, Pappas, I got some guys that I think we need to watch when Mississippi State is on offense. You ready for it? Yes, I am. You sure? Yes. You don't seem ready. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, I'm okay. ready. All right. Um, their guard, Darian Parker, very good. Uh, Pro Football Focus has him rated very highly. Um, obviously, he has been asked to pass block way more than run block. Um, and I think this could be an issue solely because the defensive tackles for Auburn were a glaring weakness against Texas A&M, both in rushing the passer and in stopping the run. Rushing the pass is going to be very interesting on Saturday, and I think it starts with pushing the pocket back, not necessarily your edge guys um, kind of forcing him to step up. So I I think they're going to need to win on all of these fronts, and um, it'd be really, really nice if Auburn could win this mismatch. Yep, the, like you said, the... uh the defensive tackles were definitely a uh, they were bad. Weakness. They were very bad. Yeah, they were really bad. Um, but the defensive ends were not much better. True. So, um, yeah, I, I feel like for Auburn, I don't know. Uh, it's better that it's a guard. I feel like guards have more impact in the the running game usually, especially in in college where they run more, I guess, power run schemes necess- versus zone schemes. You know what I'm saying? Like, like in the NFL, they like the 49ers running game is always the first one that comes to mind because they run the ball no matter who the running back is or, or or who they're playing. Right. And they do it because they what gap block. Yeah. Yeah. So with, with Shanahan, they do all kinds of stuff. But yeah. Yeah. So I feel like in 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 college, especially for Auburn, what's worked well for Auburn is when they are running behind guards. But this is this is even a running thing. This is a can can our defensive tackles get a push? Can Tyron Truesdale or Daquan Newkirk get a push in the middle? And against Parker, that's going to be tough to do. It is going to be tough to do. I, I guess my point is just that, like, since Mississippi State's going to throw the ball so much, I'm glad that their guard is better than their tackles. I see. Yeah, and that is definitely the case. Parker's very good. Um, they're running back Dylan Johnson. Um, rated very high offensively, very relevant in the passing game. And, I mean, the way PFF breaks a lot of their stuff down is by passing snaps and rushing snaps. So pretty much all of Mississippi State's offense is passing snaps. And so they like Dylan Johnson a lot. Um, Their main guy opted out. His name escapes me currently. Kylan Hill. That's it, Kylan Hill. And um, he will be in the NFL next year. There's no question about it. So Dylan Johnson stepped in 
He's played in every game this season. Obviously, he's played more since since uh, their star, since Hill has opted out. But Dylan Johnson's a guy to keep in mind, and I feel like Auburn stinks at covering backs out of the backfield, so I think that's worth looking at. Obviously, their quarterback, we heard Malzahn mention him um, earlier, but Will Rogers, he's gotten better over the course of the season since he's taken over for uh, Costello, but um, he looked good against Ole Miss with a week off. You know, that, you know, you can make an argument if that can help you or hurt you, but that is another guy, obviously, we got to keep an eye on. Yeah, I felt um, very vindicated when in the first game of the season, KJ Costello broke all those records. I was like, I told you guys. Right. He might be the best quarterback in the SEC. Right. And then he, he immediately yep. started to suck. Right. So yeah, that was a that was a downer. Um I feel like Will Rogers, besides having a great name, has um just really been up and down. Um and like most quarterbacks that don't have a lot of college experience, gotta rattle him, gotta get home. See, I don't think Will Rogers is a good game, a good name. Really? Yeah, I don't like it. Seriously. Yeah. Wow. Thoughts on Will Rogers? Let us know at Locked on Auburn on Twitter. Also, hit us up in the Discord. We'll put a link in how to join the Discord in the episode description. Will Rogers as a name. Yay or nay. Uh, then their, their two wide receivers are very good. Osiris Mitchell, he's getting 11 yards a catch. And then their other wide receiver, Jaden Wally, he is getting 13 yards a catch. So both of the guys, both of those guys, very, very impressive. And part of that is just the scheme of an air raid offense, and then part of that is just they're uh, they're very talented. Yes, they can uh, they can get open. We saw that in you know the LSU game. I'll keep coming back to it, but when we talk about receivers getting open, usually we're referring to man defense, right? Man coverage, and these guys especially did it in that game. But you know they've shown they can consistently get open. Osiris Mitchell had a great season last year, also. Yeah. Yeah, so he is, uh, he's definitely benefited from this, this air raid offense. Uh, today's show brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. The new and improved Built Bar is even deliciouser. I mean, we were talking about the best-tasting protein bar ever, and it's good for you. It's not some cheap scam. It is legitimate. You get the bar, you look at the ingredients, and it's stuff you can actually pronounce, and uh, yeah, it tastes great. All the bars covered 100% in chocolate, and they are uh, soft and easy to chew. Great for the health-conscious listener. Looking at a flavor profile here, because they're all low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. But uh, protein, the, the uh, let's see, 19 grams of protein in the peanut butter-flavored bar. 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs there. And then looking at the cookies and cream bar, that's one of their newer ones. 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and four grams of net carbs. So awesome stuff. They all taste great. Uh, I just got my box in late last week. I've been eating them for breakfast every day, and they keep me full till past lunch most days. So go to builtbar.com. Use promo code locked on, L O C K E D O N, no spaces, locked on, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code locked on for 20% off. That is at builtbar.com. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Pappas, we will look at the defensive guys for Mississippi State and then we'll uh, we'll put a bow on today's show. But 
They've got a very good corner, Martin Emerson. He's been targeted 38 times on the season just for 22 catches. He's allowed a long of 19 all season, and that is it. I think it's going to be fun to watch him and Seth go at it. Zach, this is a real question. It's going to sound sarcastic, but it's not meant to be. Okay. Is that good? Yes. Um, 22 catches on 38 targets? That's good? I think so. Again, I like I'm, I'm genuinely asking. That's like what sixty five or six percent of the time they catch the ball. Yeah, and he gets targeted. They've played eight games, so like it's four, a little over four, four right? five times a game. Yeah. Okay, long of nineteen is impressive. I mean, he's he's keeping everything in front of him. He's playing well. It'll be interesting to see if they try to you know man him up on Seth Williams and and play. Um, I guess shadow coverage or if they um, go for more of a blanket zone. I mean, we saw A&M yeah. had success with that deep cloud zone against Auburn. So we'll see, uh, we'll see what, what they decide to do on defense. Yeah. I'm not positive that they play man or if they follow guys, uh, I just haven't watched enough tape on them to know um, their edge defender. Marquis Spencer has nine hurries. On the season, there's been 15 snaps this season where he's impacted the quarterback's pass. He may be a problem. But the guy that, looking at the numbers today, that really stood out to me, he's listed as a linebacker. He either is an outside linebacker that they send a lot, or they just blitz him like crazy. But Aaron Brule, Pro Football Focus says he has 22 pressures. There's no way that's right, is it? Um, I mean, if they send him on blitzes, again, they've played eight games, so that's only like, I say only, but that's not even three per game. So if they send him on, if they're sending the house on third and two and he's the closest guy when the quarterback throws the ball, I mean, they'll still credit him with the pressure, I think. I mean, that's really good. Yeah, no, that is a lot. Don't get me wrong. That That is a yeah, lot. I feel like you're downplaying things today. Yeah, that, that, I feel that that's the general mood I've been in all day. So that makes sense. Does nothing impress you at all? Not today, man. Not today. That's that's incredible. Um, as far as the edge goes, Marquis Spencer, I mean, I think he's going to be a bigger problem to be honest. Um, I, I feel like Auburn's running backs have actually done a pretty decent job in pass pro this season. Yeah. Uh, obviously having DJ back will, will help with that. But, you know, uh, at the beginning of the year, Auburn was throwing the running backs a lot. So that kind of, I, I guess I should say it keeps the linebackers honest, um, mm-hmm. on the flip side. Auburn has one tackle that can that can pass block pretty well, and whoever they decide to put at the other side just can't can't block. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen this season that it doesn't really matter who they throw over there. Um, it, we got a revolving door at left tackle, and not just as who as far as like the guy that's going in, but literally the way that they pass block, it's a revolving door. Oh wow! Yeah, you just push it, and you like can get into the building. Yeah. Yeah. I hate. I mean, that, I I knew that's where you were going. I saw it coming. Um, that was a really big insult, but I can't disagree. I, I wanted to stand up for him, and I just couldn't. I'm like sweet I mean, Alec Jackson and sweet Austin Troxel, but I, I I just can't. I can't defend them. I feel like it was a compliment calling them a revolving door and not. Um, oh, you're you're like doubling down. Not one of the ones that you just like walk up and it senses that you're there and they open. Got it. You actually but have to push. 
Hmm? You actually have to push the door. It's not a sensor. Yeah. Okay. Correct. Yeah. All right. And at least you, you gotta, you have to try a little. I feel really good about this game on Saturday. Um, here's the thing. Okay. Auburn likes to play man defense, right? They like to bump and run with the corners. They like to, 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 you know, even if it's cover two man or, or, or what, that's what they like to do. And it is rather well known that does not work against the air raid offense. Mm-hmm. Whether it is from Leach's time at Tech or Leach's time at State or Leach's game against LSU this season, when afterwards everyone was like, what the heck was LSU doing? Why would they play man defense? Mm-hmm. Since then, literally the next, they went from six, what was it, 632 yards passing in the first game, and the second game they scored two points. Right. Like, all the the only thing that changed is that the second team played played zone. Mm-hmm. So, it'll be very interesting to see what Kevin Steele decides to do on the back end, because I feel like his, I mean, that kind of gets away from what he what he does, so... It'll be interesting to see. I, I, I think Auburn should win. I mean, the only way Auburn doesn't win is if they let Mississippi State put up 632 yards passing. Right. Which, I mean, if, if that happens. I mean, I just, on, on offense, they need to run the ball and slow the game down just to help their defense out. Yeah, but I, I think they'll do that. I mean, you got to do that in Starkville anyway. True. True. Stark Anisan's the worst. I never want to go back there again. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan. I hate I hate that place. I've had enough. Like I hate Tuscaloosa, but like Starkville's really close. Like it's it's, it's the wor- it's the worst place I've ever been. Actually, I hate it. Wow, hate it. Where can people find you? Follow me on Twitter at CouchPapTato. Follow me on Twitter at Z Blackerby. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Auburn on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. Check out the Discord. It is in the episode description down below. Be sure to tune in tomorrow. It will be tons of fun, just like J.J. Pegues. See you tomorrow on Locked on Auburn. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked on College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.